1: Uh, Virtual health coaching sessions and corporate wellness programs, all the information at highfivehealthandfitness.com.
0: It is Christine Conti And I'm
1: Brian Prendergast. And we
0: are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Yes.
1: Put your phone away. Stay focused, Conti. I, I
0: just got the funny – I'm sorry. I, I got the funniest text and it's not appropriate to read from a very good friend. Dr. For our, our show? It's not appropriate for <laughs> our show? Jeez. I, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for another show. Okay. Um, I, lo- I love my friends. They're so funny. Um, and it's all about today, all about positivity mm-hmm. and surrounding yourself with positive reinforcement, whether it be talking to yourself, to yourself or the people you surround yourself with. Today was amazing. Um, I love Natalie Pomdemon Thomas. She's awesome. 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 From Canada. We're taking a Canadian tour right now. And we met her, you know, quite a while ago. We actually did an interview with Natalie for the Women in Fitness Association. What, like a, t- a year and a half, two no, years No, 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 no. It
1: was about a year ago because those that- were the interviews that we were supposed to do when, we went, yep, when we went to URSA in San Diego. <sighs> and it got shut down. And everything got shut down and we weren't able so to go. So it was go. a year ago. So mm-hmm. it was, yeah. So it was just about a year ago. And I'm not sure when exactly that was um, published. It was probably, I think they took some time to kind of get them out. But uh, yeah, no, great, great interview then. Even better now, oh. because we had more time, we got into it more. Christine and, and Natalie have developed a little bit of a relationship yeah. which just makes the show go a little bit better. you know we we we're all friends now.
0: it's I love everyone that comes on our show. it's we've been having the most amazing uplifting you know, life changing stories from our guests that just really resonate with Brian and I, because I talk for Brian sometimes. Um, that resonate with both of us in our mission to go out there, inspire other people to move, to live more quality lives, to have more fun. And you fun. know fun. Fun. That's what it is. Yeah. It's fun. There there needs to be more of it in this world. And You know, when you listen to our show, we're hoping that you're not bored to pieces and that it should be like a party. Our show is a party.
1: If you're bored to pieces on this one, I don't want to know you. All right? Not to to give any negative self-talk or anything like that. I'm controlling my environment. Think yourself. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Think yourself. Fill in the blank.
0: Natalie is someone who came, you know, from a fitness industry, started doing things online about 10 years ago after she was so busy and so unbelievably successful that she could barely take a day off. And she's going to talk about how you know she went, and it took a long process to to figure everything out that the rest of us in this world, some of us had to figure it out in like three months, um, or our or our businesses shut down. But right. she wound up, you know, going to an online platform and really taking charge of her life, and has made an unbelievable, you know, I guess reputation and. Um, Oh my gosh. She's she has she is a speaker. She is an eight time international best selling author. She is a confidence expert. Expert.
1: Confidence expert. That's a hell of a title.
0: And yeah. she's a hell of a and, person. And yeah,
1: that's exactly it. And and we get it. We know why. And you're mm-hmm. gonna know why after hearing this. Go away.
0: Go brains is all I have to say. <laughs> I, love, I love talking to a, a woman who is smart. I love brains. I love intellect. And she went and studied some neuroscience to figure out the process of how do I actually help people? It's not just enough to say, hmm, don't do this, do that. She's going to tell you all about the whole idea of right. having a personal assistant. And you are going to sit back and listen to her and say, oh my gosh, I do, th- I do that. <gasps> How do I stop? How do, and it's pretty amazing. So get ready to take some This notes. We're not
1: making vision boards here. We're doing oh, work. yeah. yeah no. we're, we're doing
0: some work. We're not seeing Kumbaya right here. <laughs> right? This so, isn't like, oh, I hope this happens. Oh no.
1: I love it because I get to take things away from mm-hmm. this. I get to learn from this, from our guests, our wonderful guests.
0: Do you know how many hours and hours of amazing like life coaching we've gotten in the last 3 years? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I said to someone the other day, we you know, you hit me, give me the powerball right now. We're still doing this on Friday. Right? We're still recording oh my episodes. Gosh. We're just, you know, the budget just got a little bit right. better. I mean, our office this. probably. We're going to get really awesome microphones. Uh, but but we're – because this is the best. This is the best education, and we're just killing it. So uh, love you all. And uh, listen, you guys are going to love this uh, this episode. And uh, if you're listening in your car, do not close your eyes when Natalie tells you Truth. to. Right? <laughs> all right. Enjoy this, everybody. Two-Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast. Uh <music>
0: Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are to Fit crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian? Yes. Do you know where it's at today? I
1: do. We're north of the border again. We
0: are. We're, We're on another Canadian tour. I love it. Yeah, listen,
1: I had a... My roommate in college was from Brooklyn, right? And he was like, every once in a while, he'd just say, I love Brooklyn. <laughs> and like, I got it. And, and right now, I'm like, I love Canada.
0: I don't... I feel like we need to... Go for a trip and and go around, but yeah, you know what? Before, dual citizenship right, or something. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Before we get on to anything else, the most amazing woman is on today. I just I love her. She's great and has so much to offer. You know, internet eight time international best selling author, and I just love the title. The title is Confidence Coach, and Natalie. Plamondon Thomas, I have to say with an accent. It's like my favorite name to say these days, is so amazing. And we're going to talk today. Natalie, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on your show. We've been chatting about this for a long time. So, yeah, it's today.
0: I know. It's about time, and we've crossed paths a whole bunch in so many different organizations, and even we're on a – what, a couple months ago, we were on a panel together, and I'm like, all right, that's it. I put my foot <laughs> down, and I'm like, that's it. We need to be friends. This is this charade is over. So, you know, and I'm like, we have to get you on the show. It's been forever, and um, it was – and,
1: and one of the reasons is Natalie is everywhere. Mm-hmm, that's like, true. You know, not just north of the border. We're, we're talking everywhere. Every time I flip on a Facebook or something, whether it's, uh, you know, the panels that you're mm-hmm. speaking of, you know, the CanFit Pro stuff, and it's just like it's on.
0: Yeah, this is, this is like the best ever. So tell us right now, um, number one, where in Canada are you coming to us from?
2: So I'm in White Rock, BC. So this is just south of Vancouver on the west coast, but so close to the beach. I'm right on the border of the state of Washington.
1: All right. I, I love like, it out there. I've I been like, to Vancouver. It's beautiful.
2: Oh, well, like you wh-
0: have? Yeah. I like when you say beach because you're, you're thinking like, oh, it's so warm and you know wonderful. But it's, it's a little cooler, right?
2: <laughs> I paddleboard all, paddle all, all year long. I know that for you guys um, – People in the South-South, uh, you you may think that 10 degrees is not that warm, but for us, it's it's okay. I, I still paddle board all year long.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> okay. I
2: have gone on Christmas Day, actually. I have. <laughs> That's
1: perfect.
0: Oh, my goodness. So tell us right now, what is going on? What are you up to? What's, what's the big thing you're working on right now?
2: I have to say that um, as a confidence expert, I did not – imagine how much this would be needed right now especially for entrepreneurs all of a sudden the whole world changed in the fitness industry a lot as well because um, a lot of fitness professional went from being employees to becoming employer to becoming entrepreneur so all of a sudden they needed to start their own business to move their business to online and and I um, I did not realize how much I had built my business, how much entrepreneurial skills I had until people started to call me to say, Natalie, help, help me. I want to do some one-on-one coaching with you, but I don't want you to work in my brain. I don't want you to to teach me how to be confident. I want you to teach me how to make money. Like, I need to make money right now. <laughs> like, it's been three months or, or it's been six months or or now it's been a year and people were... um Asking me all these questions about, okay, how do I build a brand? How do I move my business to online? Because luckily, I have been online for a while. Um, about four years ago, I had this huge um, breakdown. Really, I was um, hosting live events all the time as a professional speaker. I had a team of five trainers. We were every two weeks. We had an event in, in Toronto, in Calgary, in um, Montreal, in Vancouver, and. And I was making a lot of money and I was exhausted. I had no life balance. I would never see my husband, never spend time with the kids. And it was like, what? This is my dream? Oh, yeah. I wanted to become an entrepreneur. Yay. I hate it. So I thought there's got to be a better way. So that's when I really started to think, okay, how do I build a business that has leverage so that i don't always have to work that hard how do i pre-record myself so that people can have access to what i do without me always being there like i could see some of my friends going away to florida or california in the winter and they would be going for a month and i couldn't even take a day off so i'm like okay i need to figure that out so Luckily, four years ago, I started the process of transitioning everything to online on creating automation, creating systems to, to really, um, really propel my business and, and create some automation so that now, Everything runs. I receive money on a regular basis. I now, well, when the pandemic hit, I was in California. I was in Palm Desert for two months because that's where we spend the winters now. Sitting by the pool, receiving orders on my phone. Ah, you just made $159. Cool. So I now feel that the first year of the pandemic, what has kept me busy was people coming to me to say, how do I do that? like fast track me like you've spent four years doing this but i don't have four years i want it to work now so luckily they can skip all my mistakes because i have made so many mistakes i yeah i spent so much money i didn't have and i i figured it out so that's what has kept me busy is helping entrepreneurs making money uh living from their passion now of course as we do one-on-one they always come to the point where we realize that they have limiting beliefs that they feel that they're not good enough that it's never gonna work and and we have all these negative self-talk all the time that we keep telling ourselves that it's not gonna work or we keep telling ourselves i'm so bad with technology so tons of limiting belief that we do address at the same time as i as i help them making money because it. That's where I'm from. The, the confidence. That's, that's what I studied. That's not, I'm not, I did not, I'm not a, a business expert. It just happened that I figured it out. But that's unfortunately what's keeping me busy right now. It's not my full passion, which is just confidence. And eventually I will go back to do more of the, uh, the mindset exclusively like I was doing before. Uh, but I think there's, there's still going to be two, um, Two different component to my business: the entrepreneur side of, of things, where I have all these online courses helping people build their business, and the mindset aspect, which is what I studied.
0: This is what I love about Natalie. Are you ready? Because it's the unicorns out there. I am attracted to unicorns, and what is so amazing, and I just saw it, Natalie was just on the news, and I I had to, you know, I had to stop and, you know. There's certain things that I'm like, I get sucked into the vortex on social media and I'm like, oh, now there's no news. I got to see what's going on. And it was fantastic because it, it just makes, it reassures some of us that are putting in the time studying and putting in the time of, okay, where are there, you know, where are there holes in the industry that we can help and what, how can we best serve other people? And I love brains. I like smart people. Okay. And when Natalie starts talking neuroscience, like I totally geek out. So I want our listeners to hear, like you talked about mindset and these limiting beliefs. And it's one thing to say, oh, well, just, oh, just think positive thoughts. Well, there's, there's more to it than this. So talk well, to us about what, you know, I do want you to talk about the think yourself, but you, you said neuroscience and what is that? And where did you look into
2: Exactly. So um, if I take you back, uh, maybe 10, 12 years ago, I was just starting to uh, uh, build my my business and I wanted to be a professional speaker. You know, I wanted to write books and I could hear my voice in my head telling me, what? Are you kidding me? You want to write books in English? You don't even speak English. Like, I'm French, right? So I've got this. And, and I remember, that in, in all honesty, my, my voice was kind of right because I was, my English was really bad. <laughs> like I, was, I was teaching a yoga class, I remember, because uh, I was doing personal training, fitness classes, and nutrition consultation back at the time. So I'm teaching a yoga class. And at the end, during the relaxation, I wanted everybody to relax their body, relax their face, relax their jaw. And I wanted them to put their tongue on the roof of their mouth. So I said, relax, everyone. Put your thong behind your tits. You know, and everybody started to laugh. And I didn't know why. I could not understand. So anyway, that voice was right. My English was really bad. But it is what it is. I pushed through. And one day I got a call from an organization who wanted me to train their sales force. And uh, they asked for my rate and I didn't have a corporate rate. So I go, "Um, 250, (laughs) I had no clue. So they said, okay, so for four hours, there would be a thousand. See, I meant 250 for the whole (laughs) thing, right? (laughs) So so I go, "Uh, yes, that's correct. But when I hung up the phone, I had gotten the gig and I'm like, oh my gosh, I felt like a fraud. I was hearing this voice in my head telling me you're not a real professional speaker. You don't deserve a $1000 paycheck for an afternoon. So that's when I made the connection. I need I need to figure out how to shut down that negative voice inside my head because that is holding me back. And that's when I, I realized that I needed to create a system to reprogram that voice and I created that system that I've shared in my 8 International Number 1 best-selling books. Um that's the reason, uh, why I was asked, uh, on the news yesterday, uh, Wednesday to talk about, um, the interview with Megan and Oprah and how she had suicidal thoughts. And then the, that was the lead, the segue into the interview with, to talk, talking about negative self-talk. Um, because what we don't realize is that our confidence is definitely connected directly to our negative self-talk, but we don't, we don't talk to people like that. You don't go around, hey, hi. Oh, you look so fat in these jeans. <laughs> or we don't go like, oh, you're starting your own business. It's never going to work. You're not good enough. But why are we talking to ourselves like this all the time, right? And and we wouldn't have any friends if we talked to them the same way we talk to ourselves. It, it's ridiculous. So So that's what really pushed me to start studying neuroscience. And then I realized how... Oh, the brain has so many parts, and how to really tap into the powerful parts of the brain.
1: So, so nowadays they come to you for business, right? You mentioned, and when the pandemic started and everything happens, but you have a listening ear, right? So they're speaking to you about their business, and they want to ramp up quickly, and everything's got to happen now, now, now. Uh, but then sooner or later it kicks in. How quickly does that negative self-talk enter the conversation?
2: So, oh, first session,
1: like <laughs> usually, right away, right?
2: Usually, like the you know they book a package for four eight sessions, and then and then first session we realize that okay, wait a minute, you do know what to do, but you're just not doing it. And they're like, yeah, I know what I should, but I get squirrel brain, you know, like and then I I start oh I need to start a podcast and I need to post on social media and oh I need to do this and then and then they they start doing a whole bunch of things at the same time and they can't focus. And it's because they're not really tapping into the powerful part of the brain because we can't do that many things at once. See, the brain has, uh, I, I won't tell you everything that I know about the brain, but let's just talk about the logical mind and the unconscious mind. So the logical mind can handle five to nine things at a time. That's cool. You can multitask. So that's why fitness professional can um, do a perfect qu- squat at the same time that they can notice their client's alignment check their knees, tell them to lift their chest, tell them to pull their chin in and notice the dude at the back of the gym winking at the girl in blue doing bicep curls. You can do a whole bunch of things at the same time, right? At the same time. But five to nine is not that impressive because when you drive, have you ever noticed, let's say you're driving to a new address. So you're driving, windows are down, music is on. And then, and then you start to arrive closer to that new address and you start to look at the numbers on the houses. Have you ever noticed how you have to lower the volume on the radio Mm -hmm. when you get, right? And then you're like, why is that, that lowering the volume on the music? will make me see the numbers on the houses better. It's because five to nine things is not that great. You have the foot on the brake, the foot on the accelerator, the red light ahead, the kid that's about to cross the street. And then there's the woman that maybe will cut you off and the guy in the car next to you, oh, winking at you, gross. So when you add, looking at the numbers on the houses, the music becomes the one too many because five to nine is not that great after all. So living at a logical level is very overwhelming. So you're trying to build your business and then you're, you're, you're accepting clients from 5 a.m. till 9 p.m. And then you, you have to prep your client's workout in between the other sessions and you take your kids to school and sport and you still have to build, so you create your social media and then post every day and then go respond to the likes and, and then make sure that, oh, you need a new podcast. And, and then you still live paycheck to paycheck and you feel like you're getting further and further away from your dream life. Just what Just like I was exhausted four years ago because it is like you are in your way trying to go to New York City, but you are in an aircraft that's flying to LA. You're never gonna get there if you stay in that aircraft, right? So so people ask me all the time, how do I get off that aircraft? And then I say, no, stay on that aircraft. Just talk to the pilot and say, hey bud, do you mind turning around? Cause that's where I'm going. Imagine how fast it will go if the address on the GPS of the aircraft is directing the way you want to go instead of in the opposite way so that's what i teach usually on the very first session is how do you talk to that pilot right how do you how do you change the address on that gps
1: sure and and the reason i ask is because i see it as a you know it's an epidemic right i mean it's it's constant and then i see it in myself and we've all seen it so is that Negative self-talk is that is that our or the way we're wired is that our human nature? I mean, is that is that like a maybe even a survival? Tech, tactic that you know like a fight or flight yeah thing. yeah so i mean is that something that since it's so prevalent and since we see it so often and we even see it in ourselves and something that you've learned and become a confidence expert uh, you know and, and i'm sure all the best experts have done the work on themselves right it can't be done without that right there's a reason why you're fascinated and and have done these things for yourself so is that is that our our you know basic wiring is that our human nature to be that way
2: we do have between 50 and 80,000 thoughts per day. And out of this 70% research shows that 70% of these thoughts are negative. It is huge. It's like 31 negative thoughts per minute. It's, it's crazy insane. So, so, so it seems that we need to start really tapping into the power of the unconscious mind. Cause I told you about the logical mind, logical mind can handle five to nine things at a time, but the unconscious mind can handle 2.3 million pieces of information. Every second logical mind, five to nine unconscious mind, 2.3 million pieces of information every second. That's where the power is. And that's what we want to tap into. So you want to see, um, as if you had a personal assistant in your head taking notes and writing down everything that you say or think. But the problem is people get up in the morning. They look at themselves in the mirror and they go, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so stressed out. Oh, I think I'm getting weight." And then your personal assistant writes it down, right? Tired, stressed out, gaining weight. I got this. Tired. What can I do for this? Oh, I know. I'm going to keep her awake all night. She's not going to be able to sleep. She's going to be really tired in the morning. Check. Stressed out, stressed out. Oh, I know. I know. I'm going to make her delete an important appointment on her calendar by mistake. <laughs> so that that's going to be super stressful. Check. Uh, t- uh, gaining weight. Gaining weight. Oh, that's an easy one. I can certainly find a chocolate bar or something deep fried for her to eat today. And if all fails, more wine tonight. Check. So, <laughs> Your personal assistant listens to everything that you say or think and makes it happen. So we have to be very careful what we tell our personal assistant. So a lot of people tell their personal assistant what they don't want, right? And then my clients do this to me all the time. They come to me and say, I don't want to be stressed anymore. I don't want to be impatient with my kids. I don't want to rush everywhere and I don't want to be broke. So the personal assistant hears stress, impatient, rush and broke. And it makes it happen because we can't, like, if you close your eyes for a second, except if you're listening to this while you're driving, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. Everybody else (laughs) close your eyes. And do not visualize Mickey Mouse wearing a yellow tuxedo standing on top of a pink mercedes bed. Do not visualize <laughs> Mickey Mouse wearing a yellow tuxedo standing on top of a pink mercedes bed. And now you can reopen your eyes. Did you see it?
1: Of course. Even
2: if I said do not, because mm-hmm. the brain has to process the whole information before it can negate it. So somehow, if you ask your contractor at home to paint your kitchen not blue, your contractor is not going to know what you want. It's it just going to hear, oh, I think I heard something about blue. Okay, I'll paint it blue. Mm-hmm. You know, you, if you don't say what you want. So we have to be very careful. And it's the same thing with our clients. Have you ever noticed how so many fitness professionals are telling their clients the wrong thing? I witness this all the time, okay? So they tell their clients what not to do, okay? They say, push through the pain, feel the burn, don't give up, don't arch your head, don't uh, don't arch your back, don't drop your head, right? So we tell our clients what not to do, and then we wonder why they feel that exercising is hard, because we tell them to push through the pain and to feel the burn, and then they hate it, right? So their personal assistant is like, exercise is hard, I hate it, And let's add on to this that let's say they have a a limiting belief that when they're going to lose the weight, they're going to gain it back. Perfect. Whenever I lose the weight, I have to gain it back. So personal assistants got all that on the list and now they start working out with you and you are a fantastic fitness pro. So all of a sudden, your client is going to start enjoying themselves, right? Because you're awesome. And they're going to start getting in shape and getting strong. And then the personal assistant's going to be, oh, no, what's going on? I'm not doing my job. Why? Like, she's supposed to be weak, she said. She said she wanted to, to gain weight, and she said she wanted to hate it. What can I do? Oh, I know. I'm going to make her land funny on that Bosu ball so that she's going to hurt herself. She's not going to be able to train anymore, and she's going to gain the weight back. Oh, phew. I've done my job. Check. So we have to be so careful how we talk to our clients. And I've created a guide for a fitness professional because everybody every fitness professional that hears me talk, they're like, Oh, well, well, Natalie just just screwed up all my best cues. What am I supposed to say now? Because I keep telling them to not give up. So what should I do? I have a a a, a cueing guide. It's called the ultimate cueing guide for a fitness professional. It includes about eighty cues that you can give uh, in different categories for, for your clients. So if you uh, want to uh, download that, it's com slash queuing guide if you're interested in, um, in, in getting that guide. But bottom line is we have to be very, very careful what we tell our personal assistant and when we talk to our client's personal assistant because it's always listening and making it happen.
0: That's life. I mean, th- this is... Something that I think everyone needs to hear, and as the self-proclaimed "Yes, you can" girl, mm-hmm. I fight all the time with people about you know I don't want to hear you know Don't tell me what you can't do; show me what you can. And and that's the the repetition, you know. And that's what I want to ask you: of how long does it take? I mean, it took me. It's I work on it every day. However, it's always an evolution. Um, but those, you know, those negative words and the limiting beliefs and that, you know, that closed mindset of, I can't do this. And, you know, it, you really have to come and have that conversation with yourself of, okay, we're done. And as an English teacher, I used to have a word um, graveyard on my wall and we would bury words. So if my students were writing the words, like they would say, oh, yesterday I did like stuff. And I'm like, okay, whoa, hey, now we're not using that word anymore. Um, and I took that, you know, just something simple. And I'd be like, hallelujah. And we'd put the word up on there on the tombstone on the wall and say, you're not using that again. Brilliant. And as I, you know, as I got older, it was an idea that there really was a lot into it. Like what you're saying, you know, the one thing is, you know, people always apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are you sorry? Unless you're truly sorry for something. You know, I, I punched Brian in the face. You know, I'm sorry for that. Maybe um,
1: <laughs> I, just, I but, deserved
0: it. You know, it's or I, I really did mess something up. I'm sorry. It's You know, there is a time and a place and the word hope, too, is the other one. You know, I, I put that on the wall. I mean, you can have hope, but you don't know, get up and say, you know what? I hope I can lose weight. No, no, no. I will lose weight. Get Here it is. We're going to call to action. We're going to do something. And that's getting rid of that negative. Don't do it. No, no, do it. I can't yep. try.
2: Let, let's talk about this. Let's talk about affirmations just for a second. Um, affirmations don't work if you don't believe them. Mm-hmm. So we have to be very careful how we create our affirmations. So, Let's say I work with the Think Yourself Thin program with clients that are highly overweight. It's not going to work to say, okay, stand tall, look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am thin. (laughs) Or when I work with the Think Yourself Wealthy program with clients that are in deep financial struggle, it's not going to work to say, okay, put your hands on your hips now and say, I am rich cause your personal assistant is like uh no we're not oh f- uh, this is not for me she's just watching like like when she watches a vampire movie vampires are not real this she's not talking to me right now i'm not listening to this this is i'm not taking my clipboard out to write that down this is nonsense so we have to be using A certain way when we talk to our personal assistant for the personal assistant to know we're talking to them and to say, hey, I'm ordering you to put that on the clipboard. I'm talking to you. Listen up. Right. So when you have a negative self-talk. Um, this is a a cool tool you can use right away. Um, because you, you did ask me initially the question, and I will come back to that. How long does that take Mm -hmm. to change and to rephrase and to make it habit forming? Right. So, how long would that take? It takes a, a little bit of time, honestly. And that's why we need to use that two step technique as the, as the segue into, in between, I am, super stressed out, and I am calm, you know, like, or I am overweight, and I am thin. So there's a there's a moment of time, there's a period of time that will be used. And what I do with my clients is I have specific processes that I use with them at an unconscious level, because you can't really do this yourself at a logical level. It's like I'm a brain dentist, and i have the special tools to go fill in the cavities but it's not by you brushing your teeth really really well and flossing that the cavities are going to go away you will prevent more like it's it's great that people have a a very uh, positive lifestyle but if there's old cavities there that that's my job I, you need you need to get rid of the cavities the old cavities needs to be removed you still can do a lot of things and that two step technique that I'm going to give you you can use that right away to start the process so step number one you repeat what you just heard in your head in the past okay with i used to so let's say you hear yourself say oh my gosh i'm so stressed out oh wait a minute personal assistant don't write that down i want uh, i i used to be stressed out So then your personal assistant's like, oh, yeah, that's true. She's talking to me. I have that on my list, stressed out. Yeah, yeah. But why are you talking about this in the past? Are we done with this? Am I writing that down or what? So now immediately you follow up with step two. Step two is the progressive statement. A progressive statement starts with I am willing to learn or I'm in the process of. Okay. So step one, I used to be stressed out. Step two, I'm willing to learn how to create a balanced life for myself. I'm in the process of becoming more calm. So you're not saying I am calm. You're saying I'm willing to learn how to create a more calm life. So if you if you hear yourself say, I'm so bad with technology. I used to think I was bad with technology. I'm willing to learn where it is that I have to click in order to see my clients online. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm just in the process of I'm willing to learn. You hear your clients say, I'm so weak huh, you used to be weak. Now we're working out together. You're in the process of becoming stronger. So we have to interrupt when we hear limiting beliefs around us and interrupt with the two-step technique. Hey, let's. why don't we put that in the past? It used to be that way. Are you tired of this? Let's just change that. Are you willing to learn how to make this different from now on? So that's the two-step technique. I used to, and I'm willing to learn. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely, and and when you point this out to people, is that then the indication that they understand just how much this you know the seventy percent of the thoughts that you mentioned you know they're constantly now doing that and correcting it? It's a pretty good indicator of you know it's it's almost like stepping on the scale, right? And and
2: there's the there's the other question that you can ask for people you interact with. It's. What would you like instead? So that question is very, very powerful because our job is to bring people out of this, you know, this this checklist that the, the personal assistant has that's filled with negative stuff and to ask them, so what would you like instead? So they will say, well, I don't want to be stressed anymore. Okay, if you don't want to be stressed, what you, would you like instead of being stressed? Well, I'd like to be more calm. Ah, okay. So the what would you like instead will will definitely shift them into a what do you want and you can tell them, hey, I was listening to two fit crazies in a microphone and oh my gosh, there was this girl, she had this thick accent, but man, she had this theory about a personal assistant in your head. So you can tell that to people around you and say, oh my gosh, I just realized that I need to fire my personal assistant. And I need to hire a new one. But the truth is, I hear that all the time. And eh? by the way, a lot of people tell me, "Oh my gosh, I was at the Sh- Okay, I was a Sh- Shangri-La last year. I was teaching uh, "Think Yourself Wealthy." She came to me after the the, the workshop, and she said, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to fire my personal assistant." <laughs> and then I said, "How come?" She said, "Well, you know, like I'm here and I'm doing this workshop for financial confidence, and then and yet." I mean, like I'm a shopaholic. I keep buying stuff all the time. And when I make more money, I spend more and I'm always living paycheck to paycheck. And I said, okay, you just told your personal assistant that you wanted to be a shopaholic. You wanted to make, whenever you make more money, you want to spend more money and you want to live paycheck to paycheck. Your personal assistant's got this down. Are you still sure you want to fire them? Because that's exactly what you told them. And then she said, oh, it's me. I'm not giving the right order to my personal assistant. My personal assistant is listening to me after all. I said, uh yeah. So so by the way, we, we're not firing our personal assistant. The personal assistant is doing their job very, very well. So we need to write the right orders for our personal assistant. So whenever you um talk to other people that are just wanting to rant, and because sometimes, you know, do you know anybody that, feels like every time you're with them you're you're they drive you all the energy they suck out all the energy out of you and then you're just like so drained after because it's like this person is so negative and it's so exhausting well some people want an audience to complain and they just want everybody to be against them and the whole world is against you and then oh my gosh, on my way to work today, this dude just cut me off on traffic. And oh my gosh, it was terrible. And then an hour later, they're still talking about it. And they're mad. But what we need to understand about the brain is every single time we repeat an experience that happened in the past, our brain does not know it's not happening again. And it resends the same 1400 negative chemicals to pollute your body, like cortisol and a whole bunch of of, of stuff that will slow you down and keep you stuck. And every time you tell the story again and again and again, your brain receives another 1,400 chemical shot. So the other part of this is that the person you are telling the story to, their brain doesn't know it's not happening to them. So the person you're telling to receives 1,400 chemicals through their bloodstream as well because they think it's happening to them. And that's why when we watch movies, like horror movies, we're scared in our living room. Or, or when we watch This Is Us, we cry. But it's just like, why Why do we cry? It's not happening to us. But the brain doesn't know it's not happening to you. So the emotion gets overwhelming. And then you react as if it was happening to you. So explaining this to your friend that are you know, draining you is say, Hey man, you know what? I just heard something on this two fit crazes and microphone podcast. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. Did you know that whenever you tell the story again of something bad that happened, that you repollute yourself a second time and a third time and a fourth time and you pollute everybody around you. Oh my gosh. We need to start saying, what would I like instead? Or what did I learn from this? is the other question. This is a very, very powerful question. What did you learn from this? And what can you make up in your head? Like every time somebody cuts me off on the highway, I make something up. I pretend that somebody is driving their wife to the hospital because she's going to deliver the twin babies. You know, like I'm like, all right. Oh yeah, go, go, go ahead. Instead of like, it's not serving me. Or when you are in your class and somebody leaves before the end of the class, they always have to pick up their daughter. Always. It's not because they don't like your class. It's not because you're terrible. We make up stuff because we don't know why people left anyway. Why should we make up stuff? Because we're making it up anyway. Might as well make make up something good, right? And then you can ask people, what are you learning from this? Because sometimes there are some events that happen to us that are terrible. We do have I, 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 I'm not going to get into this whole thing, but only 8% of our problems are legit. Everything else, we're making it up or we're reliving reliving problems from the past or they're, they've got their nonsense, but only 8% of our problems are legit. And we do have problems. Everybody does. And we need to process them. So how do you pro- process these powerful emotions is by asking yourself, what did I learn? What am I learning from this? Just like every time you have a powerful event that happened to you, It's like there's a truck in your driveway delivering you a package, a gift. It is a positive learning. As soon as you open the door to unpack and look at what's in the gift, that is when you will be able to move on and let the delivery truck go because the truck is going to stay in your driveway and idle until you open the door. But the problem is we don't have time. We don't open the door for the delivery guy because because you're at work and you're in front of your coworker and then you smile and you pretend that everything is okay. And then you come home and then your daughter's like, oh, mom, are you okay? Oh yeah, mommy's fine. Everything is good. So we don't have time for the package. And the package stays in the driveway. And then soon enough another truck comes in and another truck comes in and, and and soon enough you can't even leave your house because you're stuck, because there's too many packages waiting to be delivered. So learn your learning. What are your positive learnings? What are what are you learning from this? And as soon as you realize, oh my gosh, I'm very uncomfortable with this online stuff i don't know how it why will i make money in this new world uh okay what am i going to learn from this well it's uncomfortable right now but i guess i will learn how to be comfortable in zoom and i bet you most people a year ago were not as comfortable with zoom as they are today and we figured it out like we went let's just with our phone we went from a flip phone to a phone that didn't have a keyboard like we, we we're really good like we're good at tech so we can figure it out so what did we learn? Well, we learned how to be better with tech or you learned there's always a silver lining. So open the door for the delivery guy, even if it's uncomfortable, look at the package and say, what am I learning? And once you've found the learning, the delivery guy will go in, this powerful emotion would leave. will leave with them. Does that make sense? There's
0: so much to this that I think everyone needs to sit back and say to themselves, what am I saying? How am I sabotaging my success because of what I am feeding myself? And what, what I keep thinking of is, you know, this is not, I tell everyone all the time, this ain't my first rodeo. This, you know, this is my third career really. Um, and there was, you know, the, the main reason why, I left my my teaching, which was supposed to be so enriching, and I did love the kids and whatnot. But I've worked in work environments that have been so incredibly negative, where Mm. it's just like you talk about rehashing those negative stories over and over and over. And you know, I felt—I always say, like you know—I thought I was a pretty fun, positive person, and I felt like. You know, every day you're just kind of shriveling up a little bit more because of that environment. It's
1: a slow scratch. Right? Yeah. It's like,
0: you know, that that's like waterboarding. It's like very <laughs> slow. And, you know, years after years of that just, you know, kind of being exposed to that or beat down, I realized that. And what's crazy is that there's so many people out there that I think are probably right now in that same position that I was, Yet they don't have that ability to see, how do I How do I unload this truck? How do I stop talking to myself like this? How do I s- tell myself, you deserve more. You deserve better. And you don't deserve to be listening to these people. And I have to say, when I changed my wolf pack, thank you, Brian. Yes. Okay. I changed my wolf pack. I mean – there's, I don't hear people complaining. I don't listen to complaints all day long. And when I do, it really makes me like, can this person stop complaining? <laughs> like, it, is, is it really? It's just, let's, if you need to say it, say it and move on. Because sometimes we do need to address something like, wow, I'm really annoyed about this. And okay, it's done. We're good. We're good. Now we're going to go forward. I, just, I think it's so powerful. Like what you said, it's not just, I think there's more, you know, you're talking to yourself, you're changing your, you know, your inner dialogue, you tell your assistant, you're doing this. How much of an impact does that external environment have on this?
2: It has a huge impact. We are, uh, according to Jim Rohn, the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So look at the people around you and ask yourself, are they, increasing your average, or are they lowering your average, right? So the very, very first step with your entourage is to chunk them up, is to bring them up to the next level with you, And to use the two-step technique with them, use the personal assistant, explain to them, make them listen to this podcast today, right? So make sure that they understand all that because very often these people just don't know and it's just becoming aware of, oh my gosh, is this how my brain works? Oh my gosh, I didn't know that I was my worst enemy all this time. Some people will move faster than others. Some people will get to the next level right away with you. Some people might want to stay down there a little bit longer and it's okay. You can move on. People are in our lives sometimes for a short period of time. They're just a stepping stone towards something else. And then we move up to the next level and they'll join us later. But it's okay to see less of them once you've tried everything to help them and you realize that they need to spend a little bit more time at this level and eventually you might never see them again if 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 it if they don't move up with you and that's okay. And what do we do? Because I always get this question. I'm going to answer it right away. What do you do when it's a member of your family and you can't choose to not see them anymore, right? Because very often um, we can choose our friend. We can choose to see them less. This, it is the same. For the member of your family, you try to help them first, a hundred percent. And then you, you subscribe them to my newsletter so that they receive a little, <laughs> you know, newsletter every week or something. And you make sure that they listen to two fit crazes in the microphone every week. And then they, you, they get this shot, uh, an injection of, of Christine, uh, every week, you know, but, <laughs> but see what you do is you help them as much as you can. And once you realize that, okay it's time for me to move up to my next level and they're not finished with theirs, so that's okay. I'm just gonna happen to be less available when I see them. Instead of doing a three-hour dinner, I'm gonna do a quick lunch, or instead of having lunch every week, it's gonna be every two weeks and I'll see less of them to let them process their thing and allow me to surround myself with people that will bring me to my next level to always be in the average of the five people that influence you the most. So be influenced by people that are bringing you up and it's okay to, it's okay to change at a different pace than, than people around us. It's, it's fine. We just have to be aware of that and we're not bad people because we see less of somebody. We try to help them first and you tried. And, and if it doesn't work, then that's, that's, just your own path. You have to choose your path and do you.
0: I screen all my phone calls and I know that my sisters don't listen to the podcast. So (laughs) um, just they know this, that (laughs) I have to be in a good state of mind when I know when I see a family member's phone number pop up, depending on who they are, depending on what time it is, right? I know that, wow, I need to, like be in a good state of mind in order for Amen for me to take this call. Sister. And, <laughs> and I think that that's okay. That is, I am protecting myself. For us, right? It's, right. it's for your sake. It's for your sake. Right. And to realize I am not, you know, especially usually it's history, you know, you know what's coming and, and I think you, could,
1: you can tell by the ring sometimes, right?
0: You're like, ah! um, yeah. and I think that's okay. Like what you're saying is be okay with yourself to do that. To screen the people in your life, whether it be your family or your friends or whatnot. And I say all the time that people talk about you know Facebook and social media and everything is I such a cesspool. Yes. I, I don't know. I love my social media. There is no politics or negative this or whatever because I think at this point, if you are not a, on board with a yes, yes, you got this – You've deleted me a long time ago. And you know what, Natalie, you're, You like I see you you know, we're, we're overflowing in our social media. So I don't think that it's us that's doing the bad job is all I'm saying about
2: that. <laughs> exactly.
1: How about that? How about social media? I mean, you mentioned the telephone and we carry these things around in our pockets. It's certainly part of our environment right now. I... Like Christine, I kind of get a kick out of it when I, you know, when I do see the occasional <laughs> political talk on my on my board, you or know, because or it's a, negative
0: rant. Yeah, it it's kind of like, all
1: right, you know, uh, delete. <laughs> right, quick, quick virtual hug in my mind for that person, you know. Um, but uh, y- y- how do how do we how do we navigate that? It's you know, it's definitely something that we have a relationship with, and it's not always good.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. So by really understanding the effect of anything negative on our own brain, it really changes what you're interested in. And, and algorithms have a way to change very, very quickly on what you will see. So if you want to change what will appear on your feed, when you look at your social, you just have to do purposely a few days in a row going to some people that are super positive, go like their stuff, and that's what the platform will feed you because have you ever noticed i was I was shopping for a um, a stand up desk for my office and then and then I was flooded two weeks e- even two weeks later like like starting the next five minutes, I was flooded with stand up desk. A whole bunch of different companies offering me stand up desk and I could see them everywhere, even cross platforms. Somehow there's, there's, there's the, the Facebook pixel, the LinkedIn pixel, and then you can install them on webs, on the website. And the website that I had went to visit, where, what, whichever platform they were using to post recognized me and started to put their stuff. So long story short, if you pay attention to negative stuff, the algorithm will say, oh, that's what they like. I will shoot them more of this. So you want to be very careful what you actually like, what, sh- what you comment on, and where you spend time because people can actually know if you scroll. So whenever you scroll and then you see something about Brian stop and start watching it when you see something about Christine stop and watch it and like it and comment it and when you see something about the thing to self academy and myself go ahead and and like it and so that your algorithm will say I want more of that kind of stuff I want more of that positive and, and it's it's so cool how at the end of the day I find that the algorithm is like Facebook's personal assistant it mm-hmm. feeds whatever you tell, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of another word for personal assistant, right? Cause it, it feeds you exactly what you're looking for. Isn't that weird? It's,
1: it's the data processor. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Or just go like a whole bunch of little cute babies yeah, and little dogs. Puppies. And then the next day you'll have puppies and dogs and cute babies. <laughs> and, right.
0: Absolutely. But honestly, it's so it, true. It, it works. <laughs> so before we, um, before we go to wrap up today, I want you to tell our listeners, and we've talked about it, obviously Brian and I know about it, but the whole think yourself, this is, you have all of these books and all of these programs and online resources for everyone. What the heck is the, obviously we've talked about the neuroscience and the brain today, which I think is perfect to, to now tell what is it that you've come up with, with this program of think yourself, fill in the blank
2: exactly so the the think yourself brand was born with think yourself thin because i came from the fitness industry so my first number one bestseller was think yourself thin um and then people would come to me and say oh well um I can use you. I don't even want to lose weight, but I love this system that you've created. And I'm actually using it in my business. So then I created Think Yourself Successful that I wrote with Mohegan that uh, you've recently met, uh, Christine mm-hmm. and uh, Tasha Hughes. Uh, created Think Yourself Clean with Tuscarino uh created think yourself healthy my 27 tips and then i started to go more into the online course world so think yourself a business pro how to transform social media fans into paying clients i have a think yourself a tech pro series four courses on tech the basics how to build your own website how to put your slides as a background you know every course on that now because everybody's asking me how to do that um then of course my uh my FLAG uh, course is Think Yourself Confident, uh, the 15 Keys to Self-Confidence. Think Yourself Wealthy is the 20 Keys to Financial Confident, uh, Financially Confident People. Um, and it goes on and on. I have over 16 courses. And my uh, course for children is Think Yourself Positive. It's The Adventures of Captain Vic and Captain Miserable. So it's two pirates. And then Captain Miserable goes around the island and says, Oh, no, I hope I don't hit the rocks with my boat. And then the parrot goes, Ah, ah hit the rocks, hit the rocks. And then, oh, Captain Miserable <laughs> hit the rock, right? But then Captain Vic goes around the island and say, Oh, I need to steer away from the rocks. And then the parrot goes "Ah, away from the rocks. And then, and then, of course, Captain Vic, for victory uh has this uh super uh, awesome technique you know that i told you about in order to uh make children build self-esteem and perseverance so it's 23 cartoons animation uh for kids to um to create uh a positive uh way to to uh to see life because most of my clients um one day a woman left my office at 50 year old and she said, oh, my gosh, I wish I met you 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I need to do something for children. You're right. You, you know, like it makes such a it's transformational uh, to to start using and tap into the potential of your unconscious mind. And why isn't that not taught in school? So it's a pro it's a program for school. So we're in over 45 schools now. And I also created a parent's version. So it's a program that you can do with your child at home.
1: My wife is a first grade teacher, and we're gonna buy that.
2: Oh, yes. she's gonna love it. Oh, absolutely! No, it's
1: right up her alley too. It's like everything you know. <laughs> the, these kids, they need this now, and it's and it fits in line with everything because you know they're they're having a hard time with everything as 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 most people you know are right now. So this has been awesome. You're a superstar. I love talking Aww. with you and hearing. I love just listening. I you
0: know? want. I want you to to um, get the book and then have Natalie read it with the parrot voice for the kids in class. <laughs> That's what I would. Hit the rocks, hit the rocks. <laughs> hit the rocks. <laughs> we'll get We'll get a record. Do you have audio of that, reading that book? You should.
2: Uh, no, it's not. It, it, it's actually designed for the teacher to read it. Uh, because then they can read it at the speed, then the children can actually read because it's in French and in English. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, depending if they're in kindergarten or grade one or grade two, the the, the teacher either reads it to the kids or the kids um, can read it themselves when they are in, in higher grade. It goes until grade three. So kindergarten to grade three.
1: I, I tell you what, I have on once a year, I am the mystery reader. Mr. Prendergast comes in and mm-hmm. the mystery reader Me too, me too. Yes, gets to read, and I'm gonna make this Ooh. my choice because it's always my choice. Mike Mulligan and the steam shovel is what I've gone with in the past, but but I think now we're gonna go uh with this, no no doubt.
2: That's awesome.
0: Fantastic. Tell everyone, tell our listeners right now, Natalie, where can they Well, after we talk about what book we're writing together, we've already talked about that. Um, However, um, tell all of our listeners, where can they go? Give them your website right now, all of your uh, social media links. And we're going to put that out on our end, of course, as well.
2: Awesome. So thinkyourself.com is the main website. You can go to thinkyourself.com slash online to see all the online courses. Uh, Thinkyourself.com slash Vic, if you want to see the children's program. Um, and my social is Think Yourself Academy on Facebook, Natalie Plamonaut Thomas. Also, I have a private, um, profile on Facebook. On, um, Instagram, it's Natalie P, uh, Think Yourself, Natalie P, Think Yourself. And then on, uh, A, on Clubhouse, it's Natalie PT. I am on Clubhouse too now. And, uh, yeah, everywhere else is Natalie Plamonaut Thomas or Think Yourself Academy. Easy to find. And if you want the, um, confidence guide, I have given you today the two step technique. That's one key for self confidence. I have 14 more tips in the confidence guide. So go to thinkyourself.com slash confidence guide and you get the 15 keys, um, to, uh, to finding, uh, to unlocking your full potential and, and being confident. So you can uh, go download that for free. And remember the ultimate queuing guide for fitness professional mm-hmm. too, that you can download thinkyourself.com slash ultimate guide. Uh, uh, no, thinkyourself.com slash queuing guide.
0: Queuing yeah. guide. I got it. I already okay. wrote the note yeah. down. We got it. And It'll the go book we're
2: going to write together. I think we should write Think Yourself Crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. I love it. Okay,
0: well, I, there's – I'm going to give – I'm actually going to give a – I'm going to give away a little – um Teaser,
1: a little teaser. Are you ready? A little dangling carrot. Okay, here. I'm gonna
0: dangle a carrot. Um, yes, there's there's been a lot of there's been some good progress going on because my my book is coming out. My signature book is coming out January 2022. and We've had these. Oh, yes. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's been a it's been a lot. It's been more challenging than I think because a lot of self exploration and you know really you, digging deep. And there's a lot of crazy in here. You
1: gotta check with that assistant from with right. this one from time to time. There's right. A, there's there's a, a
0: lot of crazy here. In. And we've gone through so many different titles and so many different things. Put it that way. But the word crazy will be in the title. <laughs> it has to be. So with that said, um, I am building an empire of craziness. <laughs> so Ooh. there's going to be, you know, remember that the, the crazy ones are the ones who change the world. So, and, uh, fit crazy. Think yourself crazy is actually a, um, there's a lot to that. You
2: know, it's a lot <laughs> it would go against my personal assistant theory, though, because if we keep telling our personal assistant we want to be crazy, then <laughs> we need to have a very strong mm-hmm. positive definition. Of there it. is. There is. <laughs>
0: there is. So oh. <sighs> it yes. works. It works for you, though.
1: Christine. It does, it's, the crazy works. There's you know, a lot. Looks good there's a on lot you. to
2: it's it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Perfect. It's so you're so contagious and you inject <laughs> so much positivity and joy and excitement and you're yeah I think crazy is the word that's your word 100% so. 100% Cra-
0: you gotta be crazy alive crazy awesome crazy you know? alive that's crazy it. special that's it so All right. Well, with that said, this has been a crazy, awesome conversation, Natalie. And seriously, I just love you to pieces. And I'm so happy to, you know, this great new friendship. You are now in the archives of the Two Fit Crazies and a microphone podcast. I know. Welcome to the club. You'll get your green jacket at some point. (laughs)
1: Your your SAG card. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh, my. So thank you so much. Thank you
2: so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Love you both. All All right. Thank you. With
0: that said, it's Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two Fit crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's
1: at. Peace.